This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome to AutoCorrect, helping you correct your auto problems. I'm Liz Gill, and I'm with the lady auto mechanic, Allison Walker, ASE certified. Hello, Allison. Hi, Liz. Today we're going to talk about spring. Spring starts on Saturday. Flowers and sandals and spring break and pollen and poop. (laughs) We're going to give you some tips on keeping your car clean between taking your vehicle repair questions. So we'd love for you to call in today to talk about your car. Allison, I don't have a garage at my house. I do have a carport. And you'd think, you know, keeping that car under the carport, I guess it protects it from hail. But, man, it does not protect it from pollen. Yeah, I, I, mine is out in the open, and it's, it's, um, it's not protected at all, so I understand that. This is the time of year whenever I, I I see the pollen or we have hail, golf ball, tennis ball-sized hail. It makes me so sad for the people who buy homes and have these garages, but they put all their stuff in the garage, and their car just sits out in the open. Yeah. <laughs> no way I would do that. My daughter just bought uh, her first home and you know after living in apartments for the last 10 years she was so excited that by golly she had a garage and you know she fully appreciated it and there was no way in the world she was just going to park out on the street or park in the driveway because she was really excited about using a garage to keep the car cool in the summer and warm in the winter and keeping the hail off and keeping the pollen off. Right. That's great. Allison, we've talked before. We even had another, a whole other show in 2019 about cleaning your car, but we didn't specifically talk about pollen. And I suppose if you have a, a good wax on your car, that will keep, that will protect your car uh, from from damage, but is this the time to try to wax your car? No, it's not. You want to wait till after the pollen season has passed before you put a wax drop on your car if it hasn't already been done. So you don't want to lock in the pollen into your paint. That would not be good. Well, let's let's talk a little bit uh, about when when you can wax your car. What are some what are some good ways to do it? Do you know does the wax at the automatic spray, you know where you go spray your car is is that do you know is that a good wax or is you know just using the elbow grease and doing it yourself is that a better way? To do the one would you use your elbow grease to do it is going to be the best, but if you if you don't feel like doing that or you don't have the ability to the spray on wax at least that so and that stuff works really good. You still get that soft satin finish. I used to use it. Um, I used to use some stuff called Quick Detailer too for your for your paint on your car that worked really well, similar to like putting on a quick layer of wax 
but nothing's going to compare to actually doing the elbow grease and putting uh, a wax layer on your car. All right, so to recap, park in your garage if you can. Have your car already waxed by the time the pollen starts. Don't try to wax it now. But if uh, you you can wax it, do. It's better to, to get in there and put some muscle into it. But uh, if spraying is the only thing that will do it, then spray it. The getting the pollen off, it seems to come off pretty well. Can can you just you know use the hose on it every couple of days to to get the pollen off? Yes, you can. Or you can do like I do, which is wait for it to rain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit lazy about um, taking care of my Prius the, the way I should when it comes to its paint job. But um, no, just spraying it off, or, or you can use a pressure washer, too, and, and spray it off, and that's enough to uh, get it off. Or just a regular car wash solution that that you normally use, that, that works really good. So you don't have to do anything unusual to get pollen off. So it'll, it'll come on off. Allison, with with the bird crusty poop, uh, can you leave it a couple of days, or should you get it off as soon as you see it? You should try to get it off as soon as you see it because it's acidic. Um, pollen is actually acidic, too, and will eat into your paint and and stain your paint. So if you can go ahead and get that off, that's a, a really good thing for your car. When I live in the city of Jackson and I live not too far from a car wash and a number of people were expressing the anger when we were supposed to be conserving water that everyone was still at the car wash using, you know, getting their car washed. But I found out that a lot of car washes recycle their water, that they they reclaim it and they try to pull out the detergents. But uh, that car washes, uh, that was something I hadn't known before, that car washes recycle water. Yeah, that's a really good thing because they use so much water. So that's a good thing. And I'm, I'm sure they filter it enough that it's, it's okay to use for your car. In addition to, you know, getting rid of, uh, of, of bird poop uh, <laughs> as soon as you notice it, I guess, uh, you know, that would also hold for pine straw. You get a lot of pine straw in your nooks and crannies of your car because Mississippi is in the pine belt with lots of pine trees. Right. Yeah, that drives me crazy. I hate pine straw on my car, so that's... Um yeah, it's, it's it's good to to get that cleaned up, and you can pressure wash that off of there. So that's that's really good too. Being in the pine belt, they it, it get to everywhere. Well, we have a call that we're going to get to uh, in just a bit. This is Kelly, who has called in from Past Christian. Kelly, thanks so much for being part of AutoCorrect today. What's your comment or question for Allison? Hey, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. I had a 2011 Buick Regal, and the timing chain jumped at 150,000 miles. Otherwise, the car was in excellent condition. Is it worth fixing, rebuilding the engine, or is it just a complete loss? (laughs) 
Uh, um, The thing about it is, okay, so let me explain this. Some engines are called interference engines, which means if it gets out of timing, the valve will hit the top of the piston Mm -hmm. and can destroy your valves. So if it's that kind of engine, you just want to replace the engine then. And if it's the kind that doesn't do that, then there's a chance you can just retime it and put a timing chain kit on there, and and it'll be okay if it's not an interference engine. But probably on that Buick, it's not an interference engine, and it may be worth paying to just go ahead and have the timing chain redone which will be a little less cheaper or more cheap than paying for a whole engine. Mm-hmm. But that, that's something I would have to look into if, if, if it's an interference engine or not. If, um, if you like, I can do some research on that and, then, and shoot you back an email if you'll email us um, mm-hmm. on our show and, and give us the information that you just gave us. And I sure will. Uh, and that's auto at mpbonline.org. Thanks so much, Allison. You're welcome. Kelly, thank you for calling in today. We're Next, we're going to go to Jerry in Bay Springs. Jerry, thanks for calling in to AutoCorrect. What's your comment or question for Allison? Well, um, went out to get ready to go to work this morning, and my transmission is gone it, it won't it'll shift but it won't go into any gears and when i put it back into park it makes a grinding sound now yesterday i've had this truck since last may yesterday i put it in four-wheel drive for the first time because i was on a slope on some slick grass and i backed out with it in four-wheel drive this morning and turned it around and uh that's when the problem started when i came back into the driveway, put it in park, it kept rolling backwards. So I have no gears, apparently, and uh, it makes that grinding or clicking noise when it's in park. That's not good. Yeah, um, unfortunately, you're going to need a new transmission or to have it rebuilt. So there's there's nothing else you You can do about that. What do you think happened to it with that? It it um it may have just gone bad on you, and you you just got un- unlucky, and it and it and it tore up on you. Um, maybe a fluid leak, or did, is there a fluid leak on it by any chance that no, the, would cause them the to? Fluid, the fluid is fine. Fluid is fine. What uh-huh. it um. And how much was the mileage on the vehicle when when this happened? Uh, I think it's uh, three twenty five, two twenty five, two twenty five, two twenty two twenty five. For some vehicles, that's a lot of mileage, and it may it may be a model that had problems with this, and it went ahead and went out, and you just you you happen to get one of them. As far as what caused it, I don't know. Um, you may want to speak to a transmission specialist about that that can give you some more details on that. But it sounds like you're going to need a new transmission or to have it possibly rebuilt. 
And so this is an area for our transmission specialists, and sometimes I have to call on them myself to to do work. I had to do that yesterday for a, a weird situation with a transmission on a Chrysler Pacifica. So, um, so that's what I would recommend to do on, in this situation. But what caused it, I'm not sure. Okay. All right. Well, thank you a lot, Allison. You're very welcome. Thank you, Jerry. We appreciate you calling in. If you've got a question, send us your emails, auto at mpbonline.org. We're talking about keeping your car clean with all this pine pollen. But we're also doing that between your vehicle repair questions. Is your car under recall? We've got a list of ones that are. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Join us each week for Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. We have an IT expert, a computer repair ace, and we troubleshoot your problems on the phones as well. Everyday Tech, Wednesdays at 10 on MPB Think Radio. Download the podcast now or listen on YouTube on the MPB Think Radio channel. Get your MPB car tag anytime. It doesn't even have to be up for renewal. Simply go to your county office to sign up. When you get an MPB car tag, a portion of the fee helps MPB continue to educate, inform, and entertain Mississippians. For details, visit mpbonline.org slash car tag. We'll see you on the road. You're listening to AutoCorrect with Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic. I'm Liz Gill. If you want even more AutoCorrect, we hope that you'll find our podcast. It's on all podcasting platforms for your smart device. AutoCorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio Thursdays at 10 a.m. with a replay Saturdays at 11. Here are the recalls for the week. There's a replacement airbag recall that involves model year 2006 through 2008, Infinity, FX35s, and FX45s. There's an airbag recall for Audi model year 2019 through 21 A6 sedans and A7 coupes, model year 20 through 21 A6 all-road wagons, S6 sedans, and S7 coupes, and model year 21 RS6 sedans and RS7 coupes. And then there's a tire recall that affects model year Nissan 2018 through 21 Titan pickup trucks and model year 19 to 20 Ultima sedans that are equipped with Continental brand tires. Remember, you can find out if your car has a past recall by going to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration's website, 
nhtsa.gov slash recall. You put in your VIN, or you could just download their Safer Car app to put your VIN in so that you're made aware when a recall pops up. We're talking about getting the pine pollen off your car, keeping your car clean this spring. We're also taking your vehicle repair questions. Our email address is auto at mpbonline.org. Allison, remind us if our car has, we find out our car has a recall. Our, our good friend Java just found out that his brand new Nissan pickup truck has a recall. What should Java do then? That you, you would want to actually, before you go to the dealership, call the dealership and verify that you have a recall. Verify that they have the parts there to to fix and do the recall, and then set an appointment. So that's the process of that. You don't just go up there and show up you're going to waste your time. And, the, and most dealerships these days are by appointment preferred. Um, so that's uh, the steps you would want to take to get that handled. And is this recall going to cost Java an arm and a leg? After all, he just bought this brand-new Titan pickup truck. They are free. And I'm joshing with you. Java, you don't you don't have a brand-new Titan pickup truck, do you? You're going to have the um, people who investigate uh, the amount of money you make looking for me, Liz. <laughs> But but in in his dreams, Java has a maybe maybe in his dreams he has uh, one of these Audi coupes. I don't know. We'll have to earn an, an infinity car. All right, we've got a full bank of phone calls. Let's plow through them. We've got Jimmy in McCool. Jimmy, what is your comment or question for Allison? Well, thank you for taking my call today. What I'm coming about is a gentleman just called about uh, his transmission on his truck. He said it wouldn't it would not move this morning. And kind of what it sounded like to me, he said he put it in four-wheel drive and pulled up in the driveway. It sounded like his transfer case is in neutral. He probably needs to move his shifter and re-engage it because what he was saying, well, when he put it in park, it made that noise, and that Mm -hmm. usually indicates that the transmission is turning and that the transfer case is in neutral. So. Okay, that's a good tip. Yeah, thank you. All right, Jimmy, we love it, and we love it that you – Jimmy, tell me one more time, what does that noise make when the transfer case is in neutral? (laughs) Use it – Awesome. (laughs) Use it, what that that means is that the transmission is still turning, and when you engage the parking power, it's just skipping over the car. That's what that means. Uh, We love it. Jerry, I hope you were listening. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to JP, who's in Jackson. JP, what's your comment or question for Allison on AutoCorrect today? Great. Thanks for taking my call. I just have a really basic question. So I changed my oil for the very first time a few days ago um, after I noticed the uh, maintenance, um, the check engine, or the, 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 so I went ahead and changed it uh, successfully, but the, the dashboard light is still on. So I'm curious if there's something I can do to get it taken off or there's another issue with the, the car itself. <laughs> Let me ask, what car is it? It's a Toyota Yaris 2010. Okay, and it says maintenance required? Yep. 
okay, there's a process to turn that off. So that, it doesn't automatically know that you changed the oil. It simply, the light simply comes on at 4,500 miles or 5,000 miles, depending on the model. You can look in your owner's manual and see when the mileage is that that comes on. It's simply a reminder. Um, what you do on most Toyotas is you put it on the odometer reading for how many miles is on the car, and then turn the car off, hold that button down, and put your key in the own position, and it'll start flashing dashes until they're all gone, and and then it clears the light. So, But you can Google it um, for your car and do that. So I'm, I'm proud of you for doing that. That's really, that's really cool. It's a first step in learning about your car is doing oil changes. So that's, that's really cool. But, but you, you should be able to Google it for your car or, uh, it's, it's, it, um, I think it says it in the owner's manual. I'm not a hundred percent sure about that, but that, and then go through that process of clearing it out. And then it's going to come back on again when you're due again for oil change. Or Great. tire rotation. It, it basically is just saying, hey, let's see what the car needs done in intervals. Wonderful. That, that's so helpful. And I actually had tried changing my oil before, but wasn't able to do it. And I talked to someone about it, and they said, you know, some um, – change oil places they screwed uh the drain plug in so tight that you can't do it yourself and so i I didn't know they did that and so i had them change it at another place and i asked them not to do that so i could change it myself in the future and that did the trick (laughs) awesome yeah and to make sure they don't cross thread it that's a major problem that happens a lot and especially with aluminum pans, when you cross-thread it, it's real easy to do because the aluminum is so soft compared to steel pans that we they used to be. And then you either need a whole pan or you need a um, there's a old plug drain like adapter thing that you can use to plug up your oil. But yeah, that's awesome. So good for you. Thanks, JP. We appreciate you calling in. Let's go to Timothy in Louisiana. Timothy, we love it when you call in. What you got for us and Allison on AutoCorrect today? Hello. Hey, Timothy, we love it when you call in. What have you got for us today? Well, I'm wondering about this car, and I'm wondering, you know, it's got a compatibility bag, and I know that. I'm wondering how to tell if that Allison, how can you tell if a, a recall has been completed on a car? Does the, the the dealership or the General Motors Toyota do they keep a list of when a car has been recalled since it, it does go by VIN numbers? Yes, it goes into their software and their computer and you can look it up and see if it's done. Um, just a tip out there for everyone. I actually, when I buy a car, I like to go to a dealership and have them run the VIN and see what all has been done to the car. If it was taken to the dealership in service and what recalls it may have or if those recalls have been done. So that's, it's all in their system and it, and it, it runs nationwide. So that's a, a tip to help people out. 
you very much. Have a great day. I love this guy. I love this this state. God is the best. Oh, thank you, Timothy. Anytime you want to change that address from Louisiana to Mississippi, we'll be happy to have you. <laughs> Our email address where you can send questions is auto at mpbonline.org. We've kind of been talking about keeping your car clean between taking your vehicle repair questions. What's in the news? I'm going to tell you next. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. The information presented on this program is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult an appropriate professional for guidance about your concerns. contractor ever tell you the price of something and it sounds so high you think, eh, maybe I'll try it myself. Some jobs just aren't that difficult, and yes, you can do it. If you want to find out how to do those things, listen to Fix It 101, podcast everywhere. This is Ophira Eisenberg, host of NPR's Ask Me Another. Do you have an extra car that you wash more than most people go to the dentist? Well, save some time and some water and donate it to us. Think about it. Rather than it sitting there taking up space, your extra car could be making public radio. And when you donate it here, you may also qualify for a tax deduction. Donate your car, motorcycle, boat, or RV by going to mpbonline.org. Thank you for listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic, is our expert. I'm Liz Gill. I hope you've downloaded our app for your smartphone. It's the MPB Public Media app. You could also put it on your tablet. In addition to listening to our show on the MPB Public Media app, you can click the support button. Make a contribution because contributions help keep our programs on the air for you and for others to enjoy. Thank you for your contributions to Mississippi Public Broadcasting. AutoCorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio Thursdays at 10 a.m. with a replay Saturdays at 11. In the news, oh gosh, Allison, there was a tweet yesterday from the Michigan State Police 1st District. On March 17th at 1.12 a.m., troopers from the Lansing Post investigating a car versus deer traffic crash on I-96 near Waverly Road in Eaton County. While investigating that crash, with their emergency lights on, a Tesla on autopilot strikes the patrol car. Allison, have you ever been in a car... I, you know, I think people keep having to be reminded that autopilot does not mean autopilot. Have you ever been in a car where that has some type of self-driving mechanism engaged? No, I I haven't yet. Um, I really hate to hear that that happened. That sounds awful. Um well, the guy who uh, I read a little bit further, and the, that guy had a suspended license anyway. But I, I think, uh, folks, we're, we're not Jetsons. We're not self-driving cars yet. So uh, if, if, ooh, if somebody's got, had an a, assisted car uh, on, feature on their car, we would love to hear about their experience. 
But today we're talking about keeping your car clean, but that's just between your questions. We'd love for you to email our show, auto at mpbonline.org, with your experiences, with your questions. But let's go to Bill, who's calling us from Memphis. Bill, thank you so much for calling into AutoCorrect today. What's your comment or question for Allison? Well, I've got a couple of things for you here real quick, and I'm going to make as quick as I can. Number one, I don't trust any autopilot on a car. There's no way. Keep both hands on the wheel and pay attention. Number two, uh, as far as the uh, pollen on your car, um, a good idea is to keep a good hand-applied, hand-polished wax on your car about every six months. That helps to, to not stick and you can wash it off a lot easier. Now to my problem. Uh, I uh, uh, have got a problem with my radiator fluid, um, uh, my antifreeze uh, going down quicker than I think it should. What is a good idea to try to alleviate that problem? Um, so for everyone listening, your your antifreeze is in a closed system, and you shouldn't be losing any antifreeze. So what's happening is you've got a leak or something somewhere. What you can do is go to an auto parts store and get a radiator pressure tester kit. And it, it's a, it costs a little bit to rent it, usually around about $170, but you get all that money back. So what it is is you, you attach it to the radiator where you take the cap off and you, you pump it up just like a, a bug sprayer sprayer for your yard or something, and you pump it up and you pressurize the system up to about 16 PSI is what the system is supposed to be pressurized at. You don't want to go higher than that because you're going to blow a leak that wasn't there or make a leak worse. But when you do that, you should be able to tell where the fluid is coming out at, and that'll help you pinpoint where your leak is. You can get it fixed and get everything going back again. If it's internal, what will happen is you won't see a leak if it's internal into the engine. Say it's going from the engine block into the cylinder itself, and it's being burned off when the engine's running so you don't actually see a leak and you don't actually see a leak when you pressurize it, then you'll have smoke that comes out of the engine when you crank it up. So that's an indicator that you, you have a crack within your engine that's from a water main line in there, and and that's, of course, much more serious. But hopefully it's something simple like a radiator hose that's not tight enough. You can put a new clamp on it, and away you go, and then top it off, and you should be good. But that's the process of finding out why you're losing antifreeze because you're not supposed to lose coolant, antifreeze, whatever you want to call it. You're not supposed to lose that on your car. Bill, I hope that helps you. Uh, I've got a question on that. Uh, if uh, On air conditioning systems, there is a uh, an ultraviolet-activated uh liquid that you can put in and you can see where the leak is with a UV light. Do they have anything like that for the uh, radiator system? 
they don't. Um, it's it, it, it's um, you'll see where it comes out if it's going to come out. It'll it'll just pour out once you put that pressure on it. So. Um. Yeah, so it's I've never uh, used any product like that, and there's not any that I know of for antifreeze on or coolant on your car. But I, I always just use pressure tester, and it worked right away, and it works real easily, and you're able to find where the leak is. Okay, well, thank you very much. I was hoping there was a UV light kind of stuff that you could put in there with the antifreeze, and it would show up uh, real good when you put the light to it. Well, maybe Bill, you sh- we should uh, in- invent that. Uh, we'll-, we'll give you uh, we'll give you the finder's fee for when when we invent that. Okay. <laughs> Let's now go to Hattiesburg and talk to Anthony. Anthony, hope you're doing okay today. But uh, we're glad you've called in uh, for Allison's assistance. What's your comment or question? Well, I've got a quick question about uh, maintenance and finishes. Uh, is there Dried tree sap from a car finish. Ooh, how to remove dried tree sap from a car finish. Allison, what, what you got for that one? Burn the whole car. <laughs> 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 no, I, I honestly, I haven't dealt with that, and I'm not sure. Um, anytime I've had sap on my car, I was able to wash it off with just car wash soap and elbow grease and get it off of there. Uh, anything past that, I'm... I'm not sure. We, we, we'd have to talk to a detail specialist on that. It might be fun to have a detail specialist on the show one day. I know quite a few in the area that they give us insight to some other things that we may not know about. But um, getting dried sap off, it sounds like it's a very difficult thing to do. Um, but that, that, that's something I might have to look a little further into, too. I don't know if, like, Booby Gone or something like that would help or, or if there was a product for it. I don't think I've ever seen a product for something like that at the auto parts store. But, um, yeah, you know, I think the best answer is just don't park. I think my best answer is just don't park under trees. <laughs> well, but, you know, my mama raised me from from the littlest tiny girl I was. It was spot the parking spot in the shade. And uh, that's that you, you, you found like you've just struck gold when you find a parking spot in the shade. But that's where the birds and the tree sap is. So uh, good luck to you, Anthony. If you want to send Anthony, if you want to send us an email, our our address is auto at mpbonline.org. I don't know if our detailer friend knows it, but he he owes me a favor. So <laughs> we'll try to get an answer for you about the, the, the tree sap. We're discussing keeping our cars clean from the pollen, but we're taking your also taking your repair questions. You can send us an email to auto at mpbonline.org. We've got a new car review, a snazzy looking one from... Casey Williams coming up. This is AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio.
review from Casey Williams. It's Auto Casey on AutoCorrect. Hey everyone, the vehicle we have this week may just be the perfect vehicle for your family. It's a 2021 Kia Sorento Hybrid. It's really sporty on the outside, LED headlamps, just looks very aggressive. I really like the side window treatment, again, very unique on the road. Inside, it's very luxurious, very upscale. You get heated front seats, captain's chairs in the middle row, the panoramic sunroof, and a full suite of safety gear. Four collision avoidance systems, adaptive cruise, it's got a lane centering system, rear cross path detection, everything you'd want. But the powertrain is what really makes it unique. It's got a 1.6 liter turbocharged four cylinder connected to a six speed automatic transmission and the batteries. And what's the best thing is you get the fuel economy. 39 miles per gallon in the city, 35 highway. And plenty of power to get down the road, 227 horsepower. All in, a very nice vehicle. Well, the Sorrento starts about 29500 This one has equipped $38,205. See the full video on his YouTube channel, Auto Casey, and listen to AutoCorrect on the MPB Think Radio YouTube channel. This podcast is a local production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting and depends on the support of listeners like you. If you can, please donate today at mpbonline.org. And thanks. This is AutoCorrect. If you've missed any of our program, you can listen to the whole show on our website, autocorrect.mpbonline.org. AutoCorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio Thursdays at 10 a.m. with a replay Saturdays at 11. Stay tuned after the show today at 11 a.m. at Southern Remedy Kids and Teens with Dr. Morgan McLeod. I'm Liz Gill, and I'm with the lady auto mechanic, Allison Walker, ASE certified. We love getting the phone calls, but if you want a little bit of uh, extra information, Allison, I've just been kind of keeping up with some of the calls we've had. We talked about timing belts and chains on August 13th of 2020. We did talk about keeping your car clean on May 9th, 2019. We talked about changing your own oil on July 30th, 2020. We talked about radiators on January 16th of 2020. So if anybody wants to go back to listen to some of those, Allison has some wise words that you can hear again. But first, uh, we've got a couple calls that need Allison's wise words. Let's go to Jimmy. Whoops, Jimmy in Greenville. Jimmy, what is your comment or question for Allison on AutoCorrect today? Well, I have a comment. I was listening at the call early for the break where the gentleman was concerned about the dried tree sap on his vehicle. Um, I don't know if it would work, but he could try using a clay bar that you can get from any auto parts store or Walmart and clay bar his car, and that would usually get any particulars or anything off the finish of the car. Okay. And that you think that would get sap too. That's uh that's a good tip. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. Clay bar is a good uh it's what you want to do before you wax your car anyway. Right. Uh, your car to get out all kinds of little particles and, and things that you would think are on your car and right. it would pull it pull it off of it. Mm-hmm. And then you can get that smooth finish that you want and right. that protection that you want. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Okay, thank you. Thank you, Jimmy. Okay, Allison, g- give me a picture. Does it look like a bar? I'm, I'm imagining a brown bar of soap. What What is a clay bar? It's like a yellow bar of soap is what it looks like usually. It's what color I see. It's it's yellow. And uh, it's pliable, kind of like a Play-Doh. Oh, but okay. Or uh, thicker, a little more thicker. And, and, um, and you use that, follow the instructions, use that on your car after you wash it to get all the little bitty debris that don't come off with just washing the car. You'd be amazed what all comes on it. And that's part of a good detail job. Do you dab it or do you rub it? Um, just slightly rub it, I believe. Honestly, I haven't done it because I'm awful at, at, uh, doing the detail work on my, um, anyway, my, my recent cars, I haven't. So, um, before I used to do quick waxes on my cars and, um, but, uh, I have a tendency to switch out cars all the time. So I, you know, to really detail them in, I didn't do it as much. I keep them really good and clean, but as far as getting down nitty gritty with the clay bar, I haven't done. But that's something that you know we could ask a, a specialist about what that actual process is—the clay bar or car. Because I'm not—I'm not sure if you just rub it a little bit or like a small circle. That's what I assume that you do to pull it up, and then you turn it over, you flip it, and you keep flipping it until you've worn out that that clay bar and got so many particles in it, it's not useful anymore. I think a clay bar lasts a whole car, and if it's not too bad, and um, and that's all you need to do uh, a whole car. It should take about one clay bar, and and that, you know, to suffice for the vehicle. My kids are all big, but I happen to know someone who is in this studio right now, Java Chapman, who has got some kids. We could... We could give Jabba three clay bars and uh, have everybody uh, take a corner of the car and, and clean it off. That'd be some. It's like, uh, uh, what is it, Tom Sawyer teaching him to, 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 tricking him to paint the fence. Well, we actually did a group car wash the other day. And um, I, in the nick of time, I changed their clothes because, you know, <laughs> it turned into like a pool fest. <laughs> All right, let's see if we can get to these last two calls real quick. John from Bentonia, thank you for calling in to Allison. What's your comment or question? Uh, you're welcome. Uh, the uh, the dye uh, is available uh, for ana- for antifreeze, and uh, uh, all you got to do is Google uh, you know antifreeze dye, and then correct the uh, you know the the Google voice search. Uh, uh, police uh, Tesla fight, you know, correct that to DYE, and and uh, you'll you'll come up with a billion of them. Um, Napa looks like they've got one that's pretty good. They they've got a you know a, a, a dye for for uh, uh, antifreeze as well as one for cooling systems. It looks like too. So you know you can compare awesome. the two that way. Okay, great, great. Learn something. I learned so much on the show doing it over the years. It's been uh, it's been amazing. So you learn something. There's so much info to know with car stuff. It's, it's I'm, I'm gonna tell you, oh, right yeah. now, it's super overwhelming. <laughs> it's so much. Yeah, to you know. can't you can't keep up. So you know, a, nope. a good da- a good search engine is probably the best 
solution. You know, that's my first tool, basically. Well, thank you, John. Uh, I'm sorry, Bill, we're not going to make you a millionaire. (laughs) Let's go to Mikey at Mobile. Mikey, thanks for calling in to AutoCorrect today. What's your comment or question? Um, well, I'm going to try to be clear here. I got a little brain fog going on, but uh, <laughs> the pine sap thing. Um, oh, and I'm, but I'm definitely going to look for the uh, the clay bar thing because I, you know, I'm always looking for things that I can adapt for other uses. But back to the pine uh, sap thing, uh, I found something that works well. Now I haven't tried it on a, on my vehicle, but um, on gardening tools and you know just other things that occasionally where the pines are that that get something dropped on them or stuck on them or, you know, you step in it sometimes and then you rub it all over stuff. Anything oily. Oil dissolves adhesives. So um, mayonnaise, you know, try mayonnaise. That's inexpensive. And, uh, you know, it's easy to manage because it's, uh, you know, it's an emulsion. Or just what I do is I take my my oils that I use in the kitchen, um, my nut oils and olive oil or whatever that's, you know, it's still okay, but the, it's not as it's, it's not primo taste wise anymore because it's the oils go rancid, and uh, I just use that. I use it to remove labels all the time. Put it on paintbrush and rub it on there, and um, it'll take the last of that kind of glue off. So, you know, it might be worth a try, depending on how much of an area you've got to take the stuff off. Fantastic, Mikey. Thank you very much. We appreciate you. Allison, we've got a couple minutes left. Uh, remind us what you think is some uh, a good idea on how to clean your car. Um, so definitely don't use Dawn or dish liquid soap. It's too harsh for your clear coat. Go to the auto parts store, and you don't have to get an inexpensive car wash. It's one that's made for cars. And, it, and by the time you bought it, it costs less than using dish liquid anyway. And then, so what you want to do is get a mitt that's just for the paint part of your car. You And you want to start from the top and work your way to the bottom where all the grit is. So you don't want to carry the grit up the car. And then you want to use a different, and I use a microfiber mitt for that, by the way, that looks like little worms all over. It works really well. And then you want to use a different mitt for your windshield than you do your paint. And you want to use something different for your tires. And that way you're not dragging the dirt around from those and and, and cross-contaminating it so that you, you get the best clean on your car. And just soak it up real good and let it soak and wash it, then dry it, then put on. You, you want to clay bar it after that if you go through that process and then wax it. That's just a simple, quick way to do it, but uh, there's definitely more to it than that that you can do. And you can YouTube it on Chris Dix has a great um, video on how to detail a car, but that's the basics. All right, we got about thirty seconds left. Where are are you doing autocross this weekend? Anywhere? I'm not. Uh, I think it's not this weekend, but it'll be in uh, one of the next weekends. But um, I did get first place for. I think we may mention that last show, but I did. I was able to come across and get first place out of thirty two drivers for my first time. And that was a really big deal. You can but tell I, us I'm that. I'm excited to wait for the next race. Now I've got to uphold my own record here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud of you. And 
oh, Allison, one of these days you've got to get me out there. I want to do it. I'm just a little timid. I'm, I'm like the guy who tried to change his oil. He finally did it. So one of these days you've got to get me. But push me. Make make me do the autocross because I want to do it. You'll love it. That's, that's going to wrap us up for autocorrect today. Thank you, Jay White. Thank you, Java Chapman, for helping us put our show together. But the show wouldn't be a show without Allison Walker, who you can follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as The Lady Auto Mechanic. I'm Liz Gill. Thank you for listening to Autocorrect on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast.